How's it going, man? Hey, what's up? Welcome, welcome, man. You actually sound pretty good. Sweet. That's awesome. Cool. Well, I thought for our first episode of this podcast that we should talk about the nature of waking up. And, well, I say the nature of waking up. Obviously, this is a very broad thing, but we kind of were scratching the surface on you know, what, why you should wake up or what the motivating factors are to doing such a thing. Uh, but I think that's naturally going to address the issue, which is what is it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why is, uh, that's a tough, a tough one to, you know, cause like, it's really easy to say something wrong about why. Cause like, cause it's hard to like, cause I mean, why really, you know, like, why is the answer? So like, (laughs) you know, it's hard to, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I, you know, I have a way of trying, I mean, I think that this is going to be abstract and it always is because there's not really language. There's not words to really fully engulf all this. We just try our best to formulate analogies really but I, yeah. I have a way of saying it from my end like i have a way that i think i conceptualize as my reason why but you're right it, it is the purpose itself like the why is the thing you're right yeah for sure um so i guess like i don't know if it'll be helpful just to kind of give you my end of it but um I had no choice, you know, like, yeah. and in a way, like, I know that all of this, like the, the, perp, the thing that we're, we're digging at uh, is the, the fact of no choice. But I mean, in this, in the, in the sake of the illusion we're all under like this, uh, my importance, my life, my objective reality had gotten to a point where suffering and inevitability in that <clears throat> way too much you know yeah i mean I, I guess i could agree like i i also in a way feel like i didn't have a choice i mean like you know yeah no really i mean i didn't have a choice really either because it was just attacking me from all angles and like and, and it's probably because i was attacking it to start with but like that but I didn't have a choice to attack it, right? Like it was just there, and I was pulled to it, and yeah. uh, and eventually it started unraveling this truth that was just really shaking to me. Yeah, yeah, and and there's so many profound things here. I mean, like you know, you were just talking about pulled, right? Like. And I'm sure we'll get into this eventually, like on one of these episodes, but, you know, it's like like spiritual conviction or the Holy Ghost or uh, the, the way people really getting in the zone, you might call it. I mean, there's so many ways of describing what is required to see the truth, which is kind of this relinquishing of trying. Right. 
yeah well yeah right and that's the that's the crazy part about it is because you're i think it goes from you start off not trying because what is there to try and then Mm -hmm. you realize that there is something so you start trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and you can't you just have to keep trying but the problem is the reason you have to keep trying is because you still think there is something (laughs) dude i love that uh and you said you start off and by the way we should go ahead and address that's that's where born woke really means is like we started all of this in exactly where we should be right no yeah for sure for sure Um, yeah so so it's our nature to try to ask the question why, which the question why becomes essentially the problem. It's the, it's this, it's the problem and the solution is letting go of trying to try, trying um, yeah. and just kind yeah. of giving in. Okay. Well, why, I mean, like in a way that people could understand if anybody listens to this, obviously it's like, like, because that's all great, but like, when we say we didn't have a choice, I kind of mean it in, in, a, in a worldly way, like in the way that other people think. It's like, here's the heavy things that I, I, I said was too much that I couldn't move. What were the objects for you? Like, why were you in that state? Like, just kind of in a, in again, like. Yeah. I'll, so I can give a little bit of like a background to it, you know. Um, I mean. Huh. I don't know. It's well, I guess to to start off, like I had, uh, I I had been so blind to just everything and really in the world. And I think, you know, after going through, I mean, a lot of things like relationship, struggles uh you know that eventually leads to like identity crisis and then once i'm there i'm really starting to explore religion like you know i don't even really know myself so you you know like of course from from struggling you know when you're struggling it your mind starts racing and uh you know, so yeah, exploring religion and starting to realize that all the pieces aren't really adding up the same way they used to in the mindset I was in. Uh, you know, and, and, and then so that then led on to uh, more identity crisis, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and uh you know, and then really digging in my freaking heels and, and trying and trying. So, so basically that, you, in a way, just, just so I can kind of understand, because I, I think this is really cool. You're saying like, you, you know, you kind of start off on this, there's like a certainty, like there's a reason why uh, the next move. And then when you start to have that identity crisis, you're not really sure why and so then that's what we might call the searching starts yeah for sure it's going from like being so sure of everything to thinking 
it, and it, that's how it starts is like it's going from being so sure of everything to wait a minute did i have that wrong and and then oh shit that i think that is wrong and then from that moment you start to question more and more yeah yeah and and, and that's i mean would you agree like that's where i, I mean inevitably we'll get there because i want i want to hear more of this like but that rabbit hole like where you end up in the never-ending tunnel of an existential crisis um, that's where religion itself because you're, I mean, there's, there's not really a medicine or, or an outlet, you know, you're not gonna, you're not going to figure out the, the white rabbit you're chasing. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So, so that kind of steps in to, to, to give, to, to give you something. Right. Yeah, for sure. I, I think so. Okay. Well, uh, now, was there other components on this? Like you're, you're kind of having this unraveling of questioning the self, but was there <clears> other like things you can point to like that were, you know, you had a baby, our, our dad died, you know, I mean, there's, yeah. What are the things? oh yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot, uh, you know, dad passed when I was like 14 and, uh, I mean, you know, of course, that never leaves you. And be, me being the kind of person I am, you know, I, I like to bottle shit up and keep it inside. So it really never got any easier from 14 to the age of 20, you know. And uh, so that that really had a big impact because, you know, I was struggling all the time in my own head with that. And, you know, then I had a baby and now I'm starting to try to figure out how I'm going to be everything I can for my own kid and, you know, not having dad there to, to, you know, just be there for her, see her, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it, it's, it's hard to explain how it all ties in, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, like the, the only way, to explain like that I, that I know to explain is from like a broad standpoint, like, yeah. you know, yeah. cause it's like, I was so like, everything is, was so muffled. Everything was just like I, blinding. I was just mm-hmm. you, you, like, I don't know how to explain that, but like, I was just so blind in the time. Like if I wish I could have gone back with open eyes going through that whole process yeah and, and in a way like hindsight is twenty twenty, right and and you know that's just by the way that hindsight it's like that's just one example of i think what we start to realize is when you step into truth or your eyes open for real uh you start to see the pattern of everything so clearly like everything i mean every narrative every piece every component kind of fits in the way it's supposed to um but it's like there's so many traps of our own head that are complicated. So when you and I sometimes talk and like somebody's like, well, what, what, what did you figure out? What is the thing? We yeah. end up talking very broadly because yeah. it's, you know, it's, it, I could talk about like dad, I could talk about this or that. And, and you and I both know it's like, well, that those are just distractions missing the point. But mm-hmm. I think also it's hard for us in this place to realize what the useful nature of it is probably if I 
had to guess would be it's breadcrumbs in the same way we had breadcrumbs, right? Like people can identify with these events and kind of start to maybe at least walk in a direction. Uh, but we are already kind of warning them, Hey, I'm going to tell you about this event that happened that caused this thing in me, but just so you know, it's irrelevant. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. And that's the, the thing about breadcrumbs and like, you know, trying to, you know, maybe help someone who is going through shit that you've already been through is like, they, first of all, they have to already be going through it or, or hitting the certain, just, just hitting it because if not, you know, they're not going to fucking have any idea, you, you know, what, what you're even fucking talking about. But like, I, I like to think that, you know, cause my starting place for the, you know, when it started getting real serious was anxiety from thinking about death you know dying like 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 dude i really don't know what's actually gonna fucking happen to me you know and that was super scary that that woke me the fuck up to i don't know anything and Mm. and and, you know these were your words uh i mean i'm not gonna quote because i don't know exactly but you know telling me that uh i should explore it right let it let it let it be and not try to fight it and that that is like that's perfect there's no other way to explain that Mm. uh, i don't think because that's that's what you have to do i mean that's and that's life though right like like you just have to let go and and flow basically Dude, I, I just had a conversation with Lindsay. She's, you know, was talking about her, her father uh, has a rare form of, it's like a kind of type of Parkinson's, but basically a pretty serious disease that uh, is setting his body down. And he, you know, it's to the point where he, it's so hard to understand, like he can barely talk, like it's so, basically can't even almost hold his head up now. And that's overwhelming for her, you know, and she's, she's kind of experiencing that sadness and, and uh, all that. And I'm just, you know, I'm drinking it in. And I basically, one of the things she said, she goes, I know that I need to just get over it. And I said, and, and, you know, I told her, I was like, well, that's tricky because I would say to get over it, you need to allow it. You know, you, you need to like, there is a sadness, like, your father is in this position. You're the type of creature that's going to have the, I didn't say it like this, but you know, you're going to have these feelings in this and you have to literally like embrace it and let it be there, not necessarily react to it, but like allow it in to look at it and be with it because you can't let it go until you do, you know, or, or get tapped in the real way. For sure. You know, and like, uh, one of my favorite sayings now, um, I heard a rapper say it, but you know, he was talking about drugs, but (laughs) I I love, but I love it, dude. Like, I think it goes perfectly for what this is. And he just, he says, you got to do it like you're used to it. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's perfect because that's what you have to do, you you know, because it's really, really, it's intoxicating 
and uh and that and that's wonderful you know intoxication is needed it's a must <laughs> but the intoxicant must be letting go right yeah yeah you're surrendering really right you're surrendering to what you can't overcome yeah yeah and and it's funny because we think of that as a bad thing i think that we get into this whole good and bad and what you know yes and no's right and wrongs and all that and we we forget i mean this was one that had me talking in circles today but like to to explain to somebody that uh we from an early age and from culturals of like like deep rooted uh, tradition in, in people teaching people, teaching people, teaching people, we are going forward into this world with this idea that there is somewhere to go and there's a right and a wrong thing to be. And because of this, we identify and we, we kind of label stuff and those labels and, you know, they're a good thing because in some ways, like it helps us to their breadcrumbs so we all can be on the same page. But on another, right. it ends up being the whole problem. You know? For sure. And I would say because of ego. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That's that's totally right. And, and egos, you know, it's because we are convinced of a of a self-mastery maybe. And that keeps us from like, when we say surrender, we think, well, I'm not going to surrender to somebody yeah. else, but there is nobody else. Yeah. You know, that, that's the illusion is that there's somebody else and you, you have to let go because it's taking you. Yeah, you don't for need sure. You. you know, and, and like you said, uh, this is for, uh, you know, anybody who's there, like, like you said, nobody's coming yeah yeah nobody's coming to save you mm -hmm. so you have to realize that there is nothing <laughs> yeah yeah and be okay with it and you got to be okay with it because you don't have a fucking choice like you know maybe we do like like you you could say we have a choice you know you could fucking bottle that shit up and just do you you know, every day cussing out the Taco Bell guy, but yeah, but in reality, there is no choice. You just have to realize there is nothing and nobody coming. You know, it's, it's like, I think our only choice, dude, because this is, I got hung up on this with the free will thing. Like Sam Harris uh, has this whole lecture on why free will is an illusion and he's absolutely right, but I could not wrap my mind around it. You know, I was like, like it's. He's saying that we have a choice, but we don't have a choice. And it's in the way it is, is like this. You could choose to think that the pain from going to lift weights is bad, or you can choose to think it's good. And that's your choice. It's, right. it's really, you know, First, how dude, are you enjoying the ride? Exactly. That was a great analogy. I was, I was going to put it like free will is really um, just your mindset. Mm -hmm. and not yeah. so much of a something you can hold yeah 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 it's not objective in the way we look at object like and that's what i kind of meant was like ob objective objects 
we started it because we needed objects to identify with. We needed things. And so we called it objective, but we forget everything was subjective from the beginning. We, we brought those objects into existence, but now we look at objective as better than subjective. And, you know, it's funny because it's like, you're looking for an objective thing that's going to make you happy or bring you peace or whatever. Uh, but there never was one. And so really, you know, you, you, you have to embrace your perception, the, the subjective, how you choose to see things, how you choose to think, how you, uh, that, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. So, you know, I don't know how long I'm hoping that I don't know how long this will allow us to record or whatever, but, um, we keep talking about like, there's, there's more and more layers to this. Like, so let's say that somebody is able to wrap their mind around the very beginning stages of that. But, you know, so they're like, okay, there is nothing like I need to learn how to let go. But uh-huh. the, the next day, they're not going to let go. Like, cause you and I know, no. right. It's like, <laughs> we pay this and I'm going to be caught in it tomorrow or yeah. whatever. Dude. That's the crazy thing is I remember coming to you probably three times saying, Oh shit, dude, I got it. And I don't know if you remember, dude, like um, that is the predicament, right? Yeah. Like, like every time, like, dude, I, I would like, I would unravel a layer and I'm there and I'm like, fuck i got it that's it and mm-hmm. i'd come to you so excited so happy about it but the next day i woke up and and you know you didn't shit on me either you didn't you weren't like okay dumbass well that's not the, you know right <laughs> it, but like the next day i'd wake up and i'd feel shittier than i did the day before mm-hmm. like so you know uh, that's that's a good question uh you can go ahead and start in, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but I really like that you address that. Cause that's, that's fucking awesome. Well, and I think that it's very misleading to the people outside of you. Like, like, I mean, you probably know this. It's like you come to some truth, like in a, in a moment, in, in a day or week, whatever. And it's like, I've, you've got peace. You're like, Oh my God, dude, I just, I know why you should love everything. And then, you know, you get butt hurt by something like anybody else. And, and then everybody, you know, someone around you might say, well, well so much for Mr. Holy man. Uh, but, sure. but it's, it's ironic because really the nature of this is hide and go seek. It's, it's like, it's like I'm the type of animal that is given this type of instinct that questions it, it it's existential i question my own motives and i have these feelings and and this is probably a deeply bio uh, bi, uh, you know this is this is an adaptation in biology that i need to think about the future and i need to remember the past for certain survival reasons and i also have to like if somebody's being passive with me or something i have to try to read between the lines it it's really just remembering that I am such an animal and that if I'm not careful, I'm going to let that stuff become suffering and, you know, but, but it's going to happen. Right. And, and, and I think that that, what, here's what's beautiful about that. And this will be the last thing I'll say. I want, cause I want to hear yours. I, but what's great about that is it introduces a new, what I call selfish, but, but perfect reason to care about other people. It's, it's to remember that you are going to be blind 
And in that way, I need Tyler to watch my back. Uh, and I, and in the other way, and back and forth. So I show Tyler grace and like openness and kind of like understanding because, you know, I, I know what it's like uh, to, to be in that predicament and vice versa, but, but we can't be on, we can't do it on our own. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you know, the, it's, the thing is we think that our human nature is what's saving us. And, you know, that's, that's just not the case. And it's really hard to thought of thinking that you are is not the answer, you know, because what else do you know? You know, nothing else, but that's the first step is understanding, you know, nothing else. The next step is to say, I know nothing. And You know, I'm really, I'm not too good at hitting on the the particulars of it Mm -hmm. because I really have to like dig into my brain to find it, you know? (laughs) Well, and, and what's cool about that is like, that doesn't even, I think, I think this is ironic. I made a post about Lindsay today about what she taught me about sleep. And the post was a picture of her sleeping, like when she was in the hospital, uh, with giving she had either was right before or just had given birth to Stephen and our son. And and he and she's just you know she's asleep, and I and I put sleep in heaven, heavenly peace. And I I basically said you know I was talking about how sleep there's so much strength in it and, and beauty in it, and how she taught me something about that because I feel like I was kind of created, if you will, I hate that term, but uh, in in a, you know, somebody flipped the light switch on with me and, and forgot to turn it off. And, uh, and I used to look at her, like turn off and chill. And, and I mean, I was like, kind of like, wow, that, I mean, it's amazing. How the fuck do you do that? But I didn't see the strength in it until now where every night we go to sleep and that's the moment that we're perfect. And, and then that's when in the moment that everything is gone. And, and so you, how you struggle, you know, you're talking about struggling with being able to articulate it, but that's actually kind of great because that's one step into being able to just trust this kind of intuition that's harder for those of us that maybe, you know, me formulating words right now is one part of the trap because it's, I'm going to think that I have the right words to be right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, dude. That, and that's the problem with it is like, you know, it's it's easy for somebody to say, OK, you're just some guy saying words, you know, mm-hmm. and and but but also, it, I, you know, I repeat myself a lot. That's also the predicament that that is the problem that we are just such a selfish holy people you know we Mm -hmm. just can't think outside of our own selves we (laughs) yeah and yeah and that's true in all cases that's true for everyone but that's where reminding yourself that you can't comes in Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's like, it goes back to like why we need other people because 
And especially we need other people that are on the same uh, conscious wave as us. Like I need to be able to go, Hey Tyler, am I really here? And you need to go, Hey, see, yeah. am I really here? Because, because you can't see yourself and I can't see me. Yeah. You know, we can't see our own reflection, but I, I can see you and you can see me and, and I, you can remind me, Hey dude, you know, <laughs> you're not a you and I can go, Hey, you're not a you. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, and being able do you know, I think ultimate Zen would be to, would be reminding yourself on a basis, right? Like, I mean, would, would you agree? I, oh yeah. I think, I think the only sin we have is our self because we think self is something. Oh no, no, no. I meant, oh. I, I said a Zen. Oh, Zen. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like the you only said- true peace for us would be to be able to remind ourselves Oh yeah, dude. It would. That's where when when I think the people with psychedelics and stuff they talk about. They say the death of the ego, or you feel you feel like you die, is in in how they reach this other plane. I think that's exactly what it is. I think if you were able to remind yourself, it would be, you know, <laughs> you it would be death, and yeah. and that in that death you would have eternal sleep, you know. Right. You know, I think the uh, like psychedelic and like herb users are a really good people to reach out to. Right. Because from my experience and I'll try to make this sound simple, uh, used to like, let's say we have two boxes used to I was I was in the box I'm in the first box and I would smoke weed so that I could get out and stand up on top of the box. And I loved it. That's what brought me to it every time. Yeah. Well, well then, or now per se, when I smoke or I'll say when I don't, I am standing outside of the box beside it. Yeah. And when I do smoke, now I'm back on top of the box, Mm. if that makes any sense. So, like, it really, like, I'm trying to say that used to, I would, I would, I would use drugs, weed, more realistically Mm. weed to try to expand my thought, you know, like just get outside of my own head. And now that I'm at this point, I I don't really like to do it because when I do, it just it it brings me back a step instead of up a step, right? Like I feel like it's yeah. weighing me down now, and it's crazy yeah. to think that too. And you wouldn't like what's interesting about that is all it is is really clarity because I would say I would I would make this statement I'd be like look. Whether or not you smoke or whether or not, you know, you use drugs or whatever is really not the point. And as a matter of fact, you know, it's not as if there is a yes and a no. Um, You could be completely transcended like you and you could choose to smoke uh, because you want to be entertained. And in that way, it's completely pure. Mm -hmm. Um, But but there's this 
idea that there's a something that's going to add or do something. That's the problem. And so, you know, once you get outside of that trap and you realize, oh, nothing is going to do anything, then, then you just see clearly. So then the next option is purely an innocent choice, you know, and, and it kind of goes back to the kid-like thing. It's like kids play in this innocence because of the no expectations. They just, you know, they're intuitively, I want to, I want to be in this place. And so that, and that's the way we get attached to drugs or whatever. We get attached to things like they're going to be the solution and we can't see clearly in that way. For sure. You know, that's, I mean, that's the cycle, you know, uh, you know, they make all these charts for, you know, life cycles. And uh, the only one that I really see is you're born woke. You fall into temptation and Mm -hmm. change from the world changing you the devil's playground and you're born again right like that's the cycle yeah and and you know i would you know i guess the born again it's like well you know there's so many people probably that you know if anybody listens or whatever somebody that comes across something like this they're searching like like we understand for a release of, of a problem that they have or pain or suffering or whatever. And it's, you know, the, the, the thing is you either, I think the only thing that you, you, the only reason to look for anything right now, let's say you're, you're not on death's door and you're looking for something. It's because the suffering or the pain or the thing right now is intolerable. So you, you need to die before you die because you can't, yeah do it and that's what i was in that's what i think you're in it was like i can't you know live in this uh you know so so i i need to i need to go to sleep essentially um to the mind or kill the mind and you know so so all I could say is like, like people, you know, they're like, you know, well, there's a thing, there's not a thing. And our only hope is that maybe we can have peace with, with where, where we're at now. And, in you know, I, it's actually, man, it's, it's weird. Like I'm even struggling now trying to explain the fact that like you're choosing to go to your eternal sleep, your end game now you know in the age 20 something or 30 something versus just being under the illusion the whole time yeah well for Mm -hmm. sure that's it's so hard to explain that's and that's the thing is like that's why i think uh you know when you feel the persona dying Mm -hmm. and you you know whatever the side effects uh may be you know, anxiety, you know, thoughts of suicide, whatever it may be. Uh, that's why it's so important to accept that you are feeling that way and to not just, not just fight it because it, that, that it didn't really do anything. It didn't go away. It's still there. You're just, you just shut the door on it. Right. 
You're and, lying uh, to yourself. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, you know, that's why exploring it is so important because that will lead you to there, right? Like, yeah. if that makes sense. It does, yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's you know, God, man, I mean, also, by the way, I think that that touches on, you know, if you look at Eastern philosophy, uh, of course, I think we're going to talk a lot about like Western culture, like Christianity and stuff and, and Jesus's wokeness. But in Eastern philosophy, you hear the word suffering a lot. And what I like about it is like they talk about it um, as life suffering, whereas Christianity, of course, talks about suffering. But, you know, instead, it's very much like like Jesus suffered for us. So it's so easy for us to like not get the elephant in the room because we were like, well, he, he did it, you know, <laughs> so we're not, you know, so I'm fine. Um, but I think his point was, is that he overcame suffering and the Buddhist, uh, you know, talk about life suffering as inevitable. Um, and, you know, until we embrace that truth, um, man, we're scared of it, dude. We're comfort. It, it brings us to a comfort zone. And I think that comfort is a trap. So in Eastern philosophy, they talk about giving up desires. We're like, well, oh man, I don't want to do that. I like stuff. I like my iPhone. Okay, that's great. But like, if that, if I told you that this way of grabbing your attention was causing you to be in pain, you'd be like, well, I'm not going to do that. You just don't realize you're doing that. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, to me now, you know, it's really hard for me to think about that. But I know me like now that I, you know, comfort, I don't like to use the word comfortable, you know, because that, that, that is a misleading word, but I find comfort in uncomfort right like i don't i don't know how to say what that, but you know right. you know what i mean yeah no, no no that's good did i lose you oh no no you're still, i'm sorry yeah. no dude like you find comfort in uncomfort i mean that goes back to the gym analogy and that goes back to the entire yeah. thing it's like why would you choose to go be in pain because you know that that's your way to uh to to peace or to fulfillment yeah you know Yay!